0: So either way, you think this is one of the major Celtic people groups that are left? Irish, I, Scottish. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how how confident are you on that? These I mean, like, pale skinned, uh, f- f- most of them are freckle faced, just absolutely bright red hair. How, how confident? Yeah, like I, a
1: rating of one to 10. I mean, I would say one for at least every charm that's in a bowl of Lucky Charms. I mean, that's how high on that. Oh my goodness. No, these are the Udmurt people. Welcome to the Gospel Alliance podcast. The Gospel Alliance podcast is, of course, part of Wikipedia, which is what you're probably used to listening to. And so we've added this in. We try to do one of these at least, oh, about once a month or so. Um, sometimes we get a little crazy and might throw two in there. Sometimes I forget to announce the right podcast. And so uh, you might not realize it's Gospel Alliance. But today <laughs> we remembered, and it is the Gospel Alliance podcast. How are you doing today, Kyle. We talked a little bit before the show, got a lot going on,
0: but overall doing good. Uh, God is still on the throne, so it can't be bad. And how are things going with you, Sam?
1: You know, I'm going to give a good uh, Midwestern answer. I like to answer kind of fun once in a while. And so I'm going to say things are fair to Midland. I don't think there's any more of a Midwestern answer than that. Fair to Midland. (laughs) Um, Maybe finer than frog's hair would be more Midwestern. Uh, And Kyle, have you ever seen a frog's hair?
0: I have never seen a frog's hair. That's
1: because it's real fine. It's real fine. So, um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I always like That's to tell people those ones. Yeah. You, you, you know, the problem is, is that I was a chaplain in a nursing home. And so I learned all of these great ways to answer. How are you doing? Um, from men who are much older and wiser than me in their ways of answering how you're doing. And, uh, I- anyway, it, it gets people to look at me kind of strange sometimes, but What are we going to be talking about today? Because I'm already digging myself a hole, so I'll kick it back over to you. Uh, So what we're talking about today (laughs)
0: is going to be a uh, part one episode. So we're doing right now Gospel Alliance because we wanted to cover from specifically just the biblical perspective. What is ethnos? What is ethnicity? What is nation? What is a nation? Um, And then in part two, next week, We're going to cover it from Wikipedia's side. So how is ethnos abused by woke people, but also kind of how people get it wrong in general and the need to correct that. But we felt that it was important to have a week where we just go to God's word, we define it, refine it, make it a useful term so that we can then examine things through the lens of a proper biblical Definition, and we think we're going to have a lot of fun this week. Uh, so yeah. please stay stay tuned with this. Uh, there's going to be some interesting things that we do. Uh, but yeah, Sam, what what exactly are we going to cover? Let you know. Get us started with this.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, let's uh, just look at the definition of ethnos, which is the word that is sometimes translated nation. Um, while doing a little bit of study of this, I found out that it's it's actually not necessarily translated nation. Uh, primarily, although some would have you believe that, some would have you believe some other things that we're going to really get into next week as well. But I went to the Strong's Concordance. That's if you're going and you're studying God's word, it seems like this is just a, a, probably a really common study tool. So one that you might even have at home. And this is the definition of the word uh, ethnos, the Greek word ethnos. And it means this, um, a race uh, as of the same habit uh, a tribe, especially uh, a foreign, non-Jewish one, usually by implication pagan, Gentile, heathen, nation, or people. And as you can probably hear from the word ethnos, we're going to take this is where we get the word ethnicity from. But that's really where we're going to be using that interchangeably. Um But as we're getting ready for this podcast, there's one thing that we that that you noted specifically, Kyle, was that if you look up the word ethnicity in a multiple dictionaries, the one thing that is the consistent trait is that it's often not consistently defined or it's defined simply by synonyms often. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, it's
0: something that's hard to nail down. It's, It's one of those things where we can identify it faster than we can define it. But even right. our, our identifying still requires a, a definition
1: to give kind of the, the framework for it. Right. And so when we're looking at this, we're going to look at this in a few different ways. We're going to look at this, I would say, as a people group, and then we're also going to look at it as a nation because those seem to be the two types, the two really broad general ideas as to how this word is used. Does that Does that sound fair?
0: Yeah, and I think some people might be a little bit confused what you just said there uh, because some people are going to go, well, you said people and nation group aren't those the same thing. Um, But we're talking about people group and we're talking about nation as in the idea of a, not a political entity, but a national entity because people uh, apply it to like the nation of Blank, the nation of Israel, the nation of, well, no one says the nation of the United States, but the nation of, of England, the nation of France, things like that. So we need to talk about how does it relate when we talk about that sort of nation? How does it relate when we talk about people group? We need to put some definitions and edges
1: on this to its multiple key thing, multiple meanings. Right, and, and even I think as you as I read the strongest definition, you can see that it's used in multiple ways, mm-hmm. often dependent upon the context that are there in Scripture. And so we're going to try to mm-hmm. put some verses in context. Uh, what well, we're not going to try, we are going to put some verses in context, and I think it will help you grasp this. And uh, if you really get the good foundation for this, we're really going to apply it to see where people are abusing it next week. And so you're going to be able to see. How do you apply biblical truth to the culture? But we need to get into this. And uh, yeah. as we're going to get into this, we've, we're doing something a little bit different today. I'm excited for this. We're going to be playing a game. Do, do, oh, do we I'm have a name for, for the this. game, Kyle? Um, No, I didn't come up with a name.
0: And I can't think of something that satisfies my uh, dad's sense of humor at the moment. So we're just going to get into it. But... Normally, we don't do things that are visually... You know, it's necessary to see it visually. Mm -hmm. You don't need the visuals of this. But if you're listening to this podcast on audio, I would really encourage you to go to YouTube, Rumble. uh, Spotify even has the video, if you go to Spotify itself. That's right. And watch at least this segment. uh, Because it'll make this more interesting. Now, what this game is, is simply... I'm going to be showing... A picture and Sam don't overcomplicate it but just you know you're allowed to think a tiny bit but I'm going to ask you just what guess. ethnicity is the yeah. person and or people sometimes there's multiple people right. what I ethnicity haven't seen are these pictures
1: they? ahead of time
0: oh, okay. I, I haven't you
1: just yeah I haven't seen these pictures ahead of time so I, I'm excited uh, for this game And while Kyle's getting that queued up, this is the perfect time to remind you that we want to hear from you. And so you can contact us at contactwokipedia at gmail.com. Once again, it's contactwokipedia at gmail.com. And let us know what you think about this episode, because uh, this episode and next week's episode are are going to be really key uh, dealing with worldviews, specifically on biblical anthropology, the study of man. Um, within that realm of ethnicity, it's going to have a lot to do with critical race theory. It's going to have a lot to do with, um, that kind of an aspect of what's being driven, um, throughout our world. And so let us know what you think about it. And if you don't like what we said, let us know about that too. Just address it to Kyle, not me. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that, thanks. <laughs> no problem. I- I'm always so going to the- throw people under the bus. So
0: the whole idea is before we really get into ethnicity, uh wanted to stretch your minds a little bit of how you see ethnicity because i think the whole I- the modern ideas of scientific race so race the idea of race that's rooted in evolution uh that was dominant in the 20th century and now sociological race race rooted in uh you know critical race theory this idea as race is a social construct Uh, have worked because we so often ethnicity and race were used as synonyms and historically at one point they were synonyms uh, but you have to go back several hundred years to hit that point it's left us with a little bit of a taste of of ethnicity that i want to stretch a little bit and this is going to be fun uh quirks of language and ethnicity are something i find fascinating but sam if you had to guess an ethnicity for the for these uh these four women, they're all the same ethnicity. What would
1: you guess? I mean, uh, it looks extremely European to me. Um, well, that's not a ethnicity
0: go. You have to go to an actual just <laughs> have have to name a country. You have to name a, well, a people group. Yes. Um,
1: I would say they look like they're, they look like they're from England. I mean, okay. Is that your final answer? That that that's my final answer. I mean, it they look very very white, nope. but not not Norse. So nope, yeah. nope.
0: Uh, Where are they from? You
1: are wrong. These are these are Magyars. These are
0: Hungarians. What? Yeah, they're Hungarians. How did you not know that? Wasn't that obvious? <laughs> uh... So let, let's go on to the next one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you, you got this man here. If you had to try and put an ethnicity, uh, and try and be more specific than something like sub-Saharan African, Europeans not acceptable. Geographic, large geographic continental region is not acceptable.
1: Give me something. Um, I'm going to say, like, I. I from Congo, so
0: you think he's Congolese? Yes. Uh, no, you'd be wrong. This is a Hungarian. Let me continue on.
1: Are they all? Oh, Hungarians? I should probably. I should probably explain what I mean by
0: that. This is a uh, a, because someone's like, what are you talking about? It, no, this is a Arab. not Megi Arab, uh, Magyar, so that the, the uh, native name what? for a Hungarian. Ab, the Nubian term that means tribe, the tribe of the Hungarians. This is a descendant of a, uh, Ottoman, a Ottoman slave, because let's call it what it was, stealing children from their homes and forcing them to fight in wars, that's slavery, uh, who then got abandoned in the lower Nile, the upper Nile, uh, and mixed with the native Nubian people, but never lost their knowledge that they were Hungarians fascinating they weren't known about until night,
1: the 1930s wow and they have specific quirks it, that make Well, in, them, in, in, in like that picture that that man looks like he's from oh, like the heart of africa mm-hmm. it is a little
0: bit cheating because i did use a guy that's harder to tell because his hair is all whited out and you can't see his eyes but they have a uh, slighter slightly lighter hair Okay. And slightly uh browner eyes. Okay. Uh, Hazelnut. So that would have eyes. just I would have just guessed Northern so you Africa. See, you can see kinda so, heads. Yeah. But they were they were isolated for uh four hundred years. But it's fascinating that they never lost their identity. So let's continue on. Uh these people which well, if you are not seeing this visually, there is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven people with the most just Bright
1: red hair that you ever done seen? Yeah, I mean, uh, incredibly pale faced. Yeah, I, I mean, these are my kind of people right here. Um, I, I like the red hair. You know, uh, my my wife's hair is red. My hair is reddish, and our dog's hair is red. Um, and uh, I, I would guess that they must be from either Ireland or Scotland. They're interestingly whoa, whoa, i think whoa, that scotland whoa, whoa. has more red hair you know i mean they look what, like they like lucky Wales? Charms. don't forget the welsh come on well, You're gonna we don't name like the, the two other major we don't like the Welsh.
0: oh uh, we have problems now <laughs> you are talking to someone who's like one you know some small amount welsh i am of the medlicott family how dare you <laughs> i'm also related to king duncan of scotland the one that dies in macbeth <laughs> so I, either way you think this is one of the major celtic people groups that are left irish I, scottish yeah yeah like how, how confident are you on that these i mean like pale skinned uh f- most of them are freckle-faced just absolutely
1: bright red hair how, how confident yeah, I, like a rating of one to ten i mean I would say one for at least every charm that's in a bowl of Lucky Charms. I mean, that's how high on that. Oh, my goodness. No,
0: these are the Udmurt people from the farthest part of uh, Europe that you can get, right on the edge of the Ural Mountains before you hit into Asia uh, in Russia. They have <laughs> never had any genetic contact ever with Celtic people. That's That's insane. Yeah. In fact, they have more red hair per capita, at least uh, it's claimed that they have more red hair per capita than uh, any of the Celtic peoples. Uh, Fun fact. Wow. Would you like to continue on with this? Is this a fun game? Uh, uh, Yeah. I mean, is there more? There is more. Okay. You got several different people here. Uh, Two part question because we've got multiple people. Are these all the same ethnicity or all these different ones and what ethnicity or ethnicities would you guess? And just pick the front, you can pick
1: the front three people since they're the most easiest to see. Yeah. So, I mean, my initial would say they're not the same ethnicity, all of them. And I mean, you, you have, it looks to me like a native American type. It, It might not necessarily be native American, uh, but kind of a Native American, and then also Asian, right? the girl looks Native American to me, and then the guys look like they're probably from um n- mm, I, not quite China, I don't know um a little bit a little bit west of. Of there, but I I can't think of a a country that would be there, but, but, but around that Asian area that that's not very specific. Sorry.
0: No, that that's pretty decent. Uh, Well, one, they're not, none of them are native American. I would,
1: I would, I would guess, especially with like, you know, with their, with what they're wearing and stuff too.
0: Not even really? close. These are the... Uh, all of them are the same. Even the... If you look the one uh, lady, you can't really see her very well on the far right, right uh, who has pretty light Lighter brown hair. hair. That's not just an effect of the sun either. Uh, these are the Selkup people. These are all the same people. And we're not talking like vague, large people group. Like, these are all the same small people group. They're all immediate together, same tribe. Uh, the Selkup people from... Essentially, just over the Ural
1: Mountains, from where the Udmurts were. So, let's, okay, let's so I'm not too. On. I wasn't too far off on on that one. Then, on my you my were second further. Guess you were further
0: guys. off than you were. You, you had to go. You didn't give me anything that put it more north. They're much more north That's true. and west yeah. than you were saying. Okay, now these two guys. Uh, which ethnicities are? Which ethnicity is the guy on the left? Which ethnicity is the guy
1: on the right? There's kind of a two for here. Are, okay, are they the same ethnicity? Because, like, there's no way they're the same ethnicity. You tell me. I'm not None. telling you anything until you give me answers. They're not the same ethnicity. Um, My mind is really confused on this one because, I mean... what in the world you're making me
0: happy with how how successful this game
1: is going so far well okay so i mean i'm just gonna go with my gut which my gut is definitely wrong but the guy on the right i'm gonna say an eskimo but it's more because of what he's wearing and to yeah i'm not gonna say that but uh Um, the guy on the left, I mean, I, I wish his hair was like really blonde because then I feel like I would know exactly where he was from, but I, I, I'm just going to say Russia because like the European side of Russia,
0: the European side of Russia. Do you think he's a European Russian? Yes. Okay. So we've got Eskimo
1: and russian uh and to be are... fair he the, the eskimo who you're about to tell me is not an eskimo lo- looks like he's he's from mexico and he got cold you think he's a meximo a mex we'll go with a meximo here but no he want
0: I now I, I want to meet someone who is mixed <laughs> uh mexican and eskimo because that would actually be very interesting. I'd like to learn their story. No, these are both men from the same uh, people group, same tribe. No, uh, way. these are also both. Yep, yep. These are both Selkup people as well. Uh, <laughs> and again, that they're they're from kind of central Siberia, cent, like central okay. western so, Siberia.
1: So the guy on the left, I wasn't insanely far off.
0: Well, except for the fact that he's not Russian. Yeah. There might be some Russian admixture in them, but it's not. It's I mean, not that's substantial. You know, it's
1: on the same map, not the
0: same people, though. Okay, next one. <laughs> this, this, I, I'm throwing an easy one. Okay, I'm throwing an easy one to break it up before we go to the final one.
1: The, the, uh, there's no easy one in this.
0: There's no easy one in this? What do you think? There's no about? easy one easy. in this.
1: Uh, my my mind is playing so many tricks on me. Like I'm like, is this guy from Australia? I have no idea at this point. Um, I'm fairly certain he's not from Australia. <laughs> um if he's from Australia, especially with that background, I mean that that was not a nice one to do here. Um an, uh, this is terrible. Uh I'm gonna go with a, a northern Native American. What wrong. in the
0: world is a Northern Native American?
1: Well, I I mean like, more like like in the it, obviously it's like Canada. I, no, not necessarily. Like, but obviously he's not from um the the Southwest.
0: So you think like night? So you think like from he's he's from up up where I am? Yeah. Yes. Okay, you need to I, uh, you need to learn your like. Wow! See, I thought you were going to say he looks like he's Korean or something.
1: Well, okay, that's um, what I thought. But, but like, I'm looking at the back, like the the backdrop here. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get something from the picture, not not just the person, because I've noticed that the people are very deceiving. Do you not realize
0: how how North Korea actually is?
1: No, apparently like not. It's, it's, apparently, I need to work on my geography it does, too. It does huh?
0: actually get more. Does get more snow anyway. Uh, you're wrong, and wow, you need to learn about uh, Pacific <laughs> Northwest Native Americans. Uh, but I'm going to give you a list of words, and you're going to have to read them on the on the episode next time. Uh oh. And no, this and neither is this man Korean. This is a, a Nanette p- uh, person from. Uh, very northern, from the Arctic coast of Siberia. Well, okay, last one. What 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 ethnicity is this this little girl? I th- I threw um, this one in there partially because Luke, I'm going to say Luke, Romanian. What she looks Romanian? Okay, you're just kind of going out there. I like it though. I like the committal. I just think the, the little, like, six-ish-year-old-looking girl. Uh, I have no idea what I'm looking at. the in that yet, outfit. To truth, she's, this, this adorable picture. a little picture. It warms my fatherly heart.
1: Also, she looks like she needs to get warm. But... Yes. I take it she's not from Romania?
0: No. This is also Was an I Annette closer? person.
1: No, this is also an Annette person.
0: <laughs> this is... The, this this man and this little girl are from the same small isolated people group. We're not talking like a broadly distributed people group uh, with you know millions of members. No, Th- these two people are the same ethnicity. Huh. And again, Wouldn't we're not talking that. about people groups that are <laughs> insanely I- heavily mixed. We're talking about lots of isolation. Now, want me to blow your mind even more? Sure. Want me to blow your mind even more? You know, looking through all these, like, look at that, look at that, look at that. Look at all these different people. What if I told you that those are all from the same greater people group? Really? Those are all from, uh, the. they're all, uh, they're all phenourologic people. Now if, if people who don't know the the Hungarians uh the Magyar people they actually migrated into Europe from the eastern side of the Ural Mountains aka they they're from Asia originally Not for like all of or Asian two of them people, that makes sense <laughs> Well for Asian people are not you know we have an image of what e- Asian yeah. means mm-hmm. not true And again, those are all from the same people group. Now, you can see different admixtures. You can see how being on one side of the Ural Mountains, they got mixed with... uh, Over time, they got some mixture from uh, uh, Turkic people and Mongolic people. But... Fascinating to me. And so what I mean by greater people group, anyone that's wondering what that, that'd be like saying Germanic peoples. That's the same level of...
1: Of, of distinction that we're talking about, yeah. That I mean, that's that's incredible to look at. And mm-hmm. while it doesn't make sense to the eyes or to the mind that you're perceiving, it does make sense when we look at the, the the scope of Scripture. Because, well, Kyle, where where does ethnicities really come from? Where where do we get this in the story in Scripture?
0: Well, when it comes to the Scripture itself, where do where does ethnicity start? in a way that can start to fit the definitions uh, that we're talking about. It comes from the Tower of Babel. Before that point, all people were unified under a single language, single Mm -hmm. identity, single location. They'd not spread over the earth. They had not uh, diverged linguistically. They were united, and God wanted them to scatter across the earth he wanted this diversity that he he put into humanity to start to take take hold, to have the whole earth uh, subdued, and part of the, one of the punishments was they'd lose the the uh, unity of language. Right. So though I I think genetic diversity was always there, I think linguistic diversity wasn't the standard. The the standard plan. Right uh, obviously God knew th- what where things were going to go it's not like it surprised him at all but that wasn't the intent original intent just like humanity was never supposed to fall but ew, we sinned but that's where we see ethnicity we see the spreading of the nations and mm-hmm. the idea of nations and peoples begin
1: That's that. That's right, and it's it, it is interesting to go and to, to really look at that because um, when we see the Tower of Babel, it's it's right after God gave mankind civil government in Genesis chapter nine. Uh, he goes and gives that, and then it's Genesis chapter eleven that we have the Tower of Babel, and, and we see that that they they came together and instead of using the new tool that God had given them. For obedience, they used it for disobedience, and then it was a curse that came and there was no longer communication that forced them uh to obey essentially to go and to spread out mm-hmm. throughout um, the world. Um it and that is where we see different ethnos or different ethnicities really start. Now, uh should we should we go over the because cuz in that time frame here that's around the time of of Noah and should we go over the the curse of of it, uh, his son
0: or the should curse we just of leave there?
1: the curse of ham
0: are you talking about dispelling the the myth that the curse of ham was a black skin yeah yeah <laughs> Let's just leave it at that is nowhere near what the curse is. And there are so many flaws with that idea because Genesis chapter six, the story of Noah getting drunk is one of my, like if I'm going to go preach somewhere, that's one of my go-to things to preach on because it's such a fascinating piece of scripture that is so undervalued and studied and is so useful for demonstrating so much of what it means to read the Bible correctly, what it means to apply proper hermeneutics. And if you somehow get out of that, that Ham's curse is black skin. Oh boy,
1: we got some biblical issues. Right. And, and you're missing the whole point of the story. It, and the reason why I kind of want to bring that up is because that's that's a position that kind of is all over the board um, denominationally. It's one of those that I've seen that in uh, almost every stripe of different kind of thought when it comes to mm-hmm. to this and approach to the Bible. Uh, but that's that's not what was happening and I think it is important to understand that the the really the, the ethnos that we're looking at, it really does start. There at the Tower of Babel, when you go and you have people groups spreading out. And as we're going to see, one of the biggest um, things with ethnicity and ethnos and and that idea is actually language and what Mm -hmm. language you're speaking, because that has so much to do with the culture. For instance, if I was speaking, well, I, I don't know what languages you can speak, Kyle. So, Kyle, if you were speaking in Chinese, I just want you to know I would not understand a word that you were saying. And if you were speaking in Spanish to me, I, I mean, I might pick up on, you know, El Bano because I always figured it's good to know to say bathroom just in case you have to go to the bathroom. But um, it, I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about. And we would have a tough time mm-hmm. communicating and it wouldn't matter um, what else we might have in common. There would be a, a, a something that would be separating us in there. Is is that fair to say?
0: No, that's totally fair to say. Now, here's a question. Does language automatically make ethnicity? No. No. Okay. So what you're saying is there can be times and places when there is a
1: singular ethnicity with multiple languages. A singular ethnicity with multiple languages. Well, I, I would have to say depends on what you mean by ethnicity. I. So without going into the, the
0: details... <laughs> Well, here's an example. The Hellenistic Jews, were they no longer
1: Jews? No, they they were still Jews. They were still Jews.
0: Yeah, but they they couldn't speak Hebrew. They spoke Greek instead. True, true. Uh, But it's just to point out that just because you see two people that speak different languages doesn't immediately mean that, oh, we've got two ethnicities now. Right. There's more factors to consider. Right. Which is why uh, it, it it's why the different dictionary definitions are always like uh, good.
1: Right. And well and to kind of go along with that, so the word ethnos, which is, is what we're using here today, it's translated um in multiple times. This is from the Strong Concordance, so this is going to be in the King James. It's it's used one hundred and sixty four times in the New Testament. And um it, it's used ninety-three times, it's translated as Gentile. Now that would be a very broad ethnicity, right? (laughs) I I mean, we, we, maybe that's what I should have done for the game was just went Gentile. Gentile. No. Uh, But no, it's, it's, it's a very broad ethnicity because it's anything that it's, it's any person that's not an ethnic Jew. It's used 64 times uh, as nation. It's used five times as heathen and two times as people. Um, and so we start to to look at that. Sometimes it's used in, in a broad sense as a people group. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's used in a, a spiritual group too. Heathen would be a spiritual group, not just a people group, but it, that'd be a spiritual group. Um, and then sometimes it's used as a nation, which is kind of interesting. And When we're looking at that idea of Tower of Babel, I think this is an interesting concept because we do see from the Tower of Babel, obviously Gentiles, so that uh, physical ethnic group. We also see different nations then begin, so we see a national ethnic group. And uh, eventually down the road, we do see spiritual ethnic groups that end up starting, of course, from that as well. And mm-hmm. so that's why I do think the Tower of Babel is the perfect place to go and to see the beginning of ethnos and ethnicity. A- any any thoughts yeah. on that?
0: No, I think that, that's kind of the key is uh, it really does depend on what you mean and not in that sidesteppy sort of way, but what definition of ethnos, not a a made up definition, not an arbitrary definition, there are definitions. Which one are you using? How are you wielding the word? Because that's gonna determine what it is we're talking about. And I, I think it's that vagueness of undefined terms that causes a lot of problems in general, but also when we talk about ethnicity. Mm-hmm. And it's where some of the confusion between modern usages of the word race and ethnicity come into play and people mix these and then pull in. You know, it's why that game was fun to play, because it toyed with the idea that there are racial features. I mean, I find right. it fascinating that specifically among the same people, and we're talking small people groups, right? You'd have features, physical features that we normally associate with a singular people group. Right. And if you have other features, <laughs> then you're now not part of that people group. And yet yeah. we see them crossing lines that we don't
1: normally think can be crossed. Yeah. It, well, and I mean, I think I guessed, now I might not have been the greatest guesser, but I think I, I guessed from one, two, three, f- from four different continents in that yeah yeah that's you know it's not just from different groups but from four different continents and really I mean when you look at the celtic uh guess and you compare that there's a European guess at the same time th- those are almost two different European like we understand that as uh different features so so that's interesting mm-hmm. but let's let's look at a bible verse here that uses the word yep. ethnos um in the, the the term of nation, and I think it's going to help us define what a biblical ethnos when you're using it in the word nation um, w- would mean. And I, there's some other interesting things going to, I think we're going to see from this. But in Acts 17:26 it says this: "And he has made from one blood every ethnos nation, a men who dwell on the face uh, on all the face of the earth, and has determined their preappointed times and their boundaries and their dwellings." So how are we to understand a biblical nation? Now, we could probably go for five hours on this, <laughs> um, but in, in a short amount of time, how are we to understand this idea of a biblical nation? What are, what are some of the key things there, Kyle, that we see in that verse?
0: Well, specifically from that verse, we've got—it uh, it helps us define some of the edges— of what an ethnicity, an ethnos can be. You got things such as uh, they're from one blood. That you know the idea of race, separate races of people, doesn't exist. We all races. come from the all ethnicities come from the same origin, the same uh, point. You got the singular point of Noah and his family. You got the singular point of Adam and Eve. Which
1: this is really important because this really dispels the biblical, or or excuse me, the the worldview of Darwinism. The biblical worldview is completely contrary from that. Um, Because we're all from the same place, there is the same intrinsic uh, equal value that is there. And we cannot go and say, because of either a feature, which is generally what happens, um, or from a location or whatever it might be that there is different values. W- you biblically cannot say that. Mhm. Yeah, people are not
0: based on their biology because if it's based on their biology then we all have the same biology. We're all human right. made in the image of God and that is an important thing to to know. Now, another thing is from that verse ethnos ethnos I'm going I'm going to put these two together cuz it kind of puts them together, and I think we can talk about them in this context, because uh, there's some comparative things to say here. But an ethnos is bound by time, and an ethnos is bound by location,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the, the time and place. Right. Now, I so I, I've heard people describe that as the, the raw, rise and fall of nations, as nation-states. But is that really what that's saying there? when he's he's talking about um he has determined their pre-appointed times and the boundaries of their dwellings is he getting simply at the rise and fall of nations or is it something a little bit more than that
1: i i, I think he's getting into just a little bit more than that um although I do think that that idea of of a, of a biblical or, or of a nation is included in there as well um mm-hmm but we 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 do see just this this kind of simple idea that it's it's not just speaking of a nation in general, but also maybe getting smaller into like the people as well, the actual individuals on that.
0: Yeah. And I think one of the things I've seen with that as well, and this kind of goes into the next the next point, the the next point is not just the time that they exist in and how long they exist because ethnicity is ethnicity stable or does it morph and change over time?
1: Oh, I mean, it, it completely morphs and changes. I mean, because we look at the, we, we look at the society, we look at the the culture of, of an ethnicity. Um, so for it, for example, because we're, we're going to be talking about language here in just a moment, a, a little bit more. We've already touched on it. Um, I, if you've ever gone back and read, we'll say uh, the Federalist Papers um, or just a, a book of quotes from the founding fathers. And this is not very far back in the grand scheme of things when you're talking about America. But uh, wh- when I started doing that, uh, my wife and I started reading reading through this, uh, these kind of things, Uh, several years ago now, we had to read through it with a dictionary. Mm. Mm
0: -hmm. And this
1: wasn't just Mm -hmm. like, like like this wasn't academic papers. This was reading through uh, the Federalist Papers that were published in the newspaper for uh, dissemination amongst the general public. But we had to use a dictionary because, and it wasn't just, oh, hey, they're using these big words that we don't understand. It's these words that just, they're not used anymore. Mm-hmm.
0: And sometimes it'll be a word that it's still used, but you can immediately go. That's not right. They have a different definition. Immediately right. they have a different definition that's radically different than mine. Right. So you have to go look it up. Right. And that's, again, that's not very long
1: ago. Uh, mm-hmm. And sometimes now, now there it's was still communication. just the words like, that I can understand used. what they were saying, but I'm just going to, to understand the full detail. I had to use a dictionary. Now imagine, got a light going on or something there, uh, but but imagine if this was four hundred or eight hundred or a thousand years, even if you're in the same geographic location. Yeah. Well. Okay. Go onto YouTube and look up uh,
0: historically accurate spoken Shakespeare. So they're speaking, they're, they're reading Shakespeare in the, uh, I think it's early modern English at that point. And you, one thing you go, Oh, okay. So English is a Germanic language. Cause my goodness, does it sound much more German? And, but it's radical how different it is. Radical. Right. And that's not that long ago. And you don't have to go, you only have to go 100, 150 years before that. And it's, you'd struggle, really, really struggle to communicate with that person. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it rapidly changes over time. So that's important to know. But then the last point is, on what we get out of the verse, is an ethnos, an ethnicity, is also determined by their dwellings. They have a, not just a location that they occupy, but they have a land. Yeah. Now that doesn't mean they have a, a political land as in. They have a, uh, a refined government system that has control over land. Go to like a, uh, you know, the Mongols, you know, pre Kang is gone and getting them to mm-hmm. move across and take land. But, they were a nomadic people group. They didn't have, they were more tribal society, but they still had their land. Land right. is important uh,
1: to an ethnicity. It is a uniting thing. Right. And and I didn't go and look this word up uh, in, in the Greek, but also mm. dwellings, Oof. you know, it it could have something to do with literally what they're living inside of. I mean, mm-hmm. and so your architecture well, that, it, yeah. that reflects your culture can have a lot to do with your ethnicity.
0: Yeah. And that is a key thing. Uh, and again, go back to like the Mongols. What's a, a word for a house I can say that you immediately go, oh yeah, Mongols, yurt. What What's a word that if I say it, you'll go, oh yeah, Native American houses, teepee. Uh, Yeah. Or wigwam, depending on where you are. Uh, You know, there's certain identifiers Mm -hmm. that you connect to a specific people group. And because it goes into the land they live in determines their lifestyle and how they communicate with each other, how they relate to one another. Their houses determine how they live and operate. Again, a nomad... Versus a Northern European that has to have a much more tighter insulated dwelling versus a uh, Middle Eastern architecture that had open top dwellings so they could go out and uh, catch the cool evening and all these different things. They define a place. They define, uh, they help define a people. Now, Sam there's a couple of things we've already talked a little bit about one of these but let's talk about it a little bit more cuz there's a couple of things that the that first specifically doesn't hit on but still right. the bible does in general and are important to helping us define what an ethnicity is where its boundaries
1: are Yeah well and that's that's you know language and then the second one there is re- religion right and going and looking at that and of course it, it doesn't matter um, it, you you can have different languages w- within an in eth- within an uh eth- ethnos or an ethnicity. We we've already kind of touched on that, but in, as a general rule, they're generally speaking the same language. Um, mm-hmm. And we see that from the Tower of Babel. That's kind of a a major important thing and. And we're going to kind of break down, there are different types of ethnicities when we go and we look at this depending on the context. But as we look at it yeah. as uh, a, as a, a generalized people group um, within a geographical bound, okay, within a specific time, they're generally going to have the same language. And that's, that's going mm-hmm. to be very big and, and very important. And that's why if you go back and it doesn't matter, um, you, you actually see this several times within the Old Testament. Uh, but I'll give the example of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Um, what was it that they changed their name and they changed their uh, their the, the language that they spoke? They specifically would mm-hmm. change it into, uh, in, into the foreign language. And this is because they're trying to go into change their ethnicities. They're trying to get them to assimilate mm-hmm. into that ethnicity, into that culture, into that ethnos. That's what they're trying yep. to get them to do. It's one of the, the the biggest tactics to go and to do that. It's it's incredibly important. And bridging right into that, when you go into uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, um, it, well, and Daniel, except it was uh, what, what uh, Belshazzar or Belshazzar um, for his name that it was changed to, they were also changed into the names that would represent foreign gods um, mm-hmm. as opposed to... Um, Michel Azariah and I don't remember what Shadrach's name was um, as as a Jew. Um, You're losing points today. I, I know I'm I'm losing that. I was like, man, I can't think of what his name was. Um, but it, when we we look at that, they were changed from names that would represent the religion and the the God um, of Israel mm-hmm. to the religions and the gods of uh, the Neo Babylonian Empire.
0: Well, and that's something we see you know, in all sorts of places. What What did you do after you went from a pagan culture to a Christian culture? You adopted a what? It, we don't use this term as much anymore, but we refer to sometimes they're mistakenly called Western names, but we refer to them as Christian names. This is my Christian right. name. Uh it is a powerful thing for changing someone's identity and how they think about themselves. And again, language is a powerful factor, but language does not always mean people can have a shared language. And we're not talking about Mm -hmm. sort of shared. We're talking about the same language, right? Just on a, a dialectical spectrum. So, you know, I speak English, American English, and specifically Pacific Northwest. American English and someone from uh Australia they sound like a, a funny version of English to me with all I was sorts gonna of say the words
1: you, you would never say that you're doing fair Midland because you're not from the Midwest but you know no
0: uh so that's that's <laughs> dialects and is yeah. a huge example of that in modern times and how extreme the division can be between people groups that Physically look the same, that express their culture the same in architecture, in clothing, in all these other things. You know, obviously on a minor spectrum, but the spectrum is from that same people to the next named version of that people. They speak the identical language, completely mutual, intellig- completely mutually intelligible. The only difference is what they name it. But the but they are bitterly at each other's throats, and they have gone to war over it. And the only difference is religion. All you have to do is look at the Balkans. The Croatians, oh my goodness, there's going to be some Croatian and Bosnian and Serbian ancestor listeners that are going to get mad at me. But it's true. The only difference between a Bosniak, a Serbian, and a Croatian is not uh, any of the other factors in any significant degree it's religion, right? And up till uh, you know the the modern times, that was the definer. If you were from that region, part of this greater cultural group, but you were a Muslim, well, you were Bosnian. Mm-hmm. Orthodox, you're Serbian. Catholic, you're Croatian. And the divisions became so strong, just be based on that one factor, that they were willing to go
1: into a very bloody war with one another. Right. And, and so r- religion does then change the ethnos quite a bit. hmm Now, does it
0: automatically, again, just like the other one, does it automatically change
1: your ethnos? Does it change your ethnicity? It, it depends on what you mean by ethnicity. It
0: does depend, but in the sense of like nationality, like yeah. people group, tribe. Right. In the sense it, of tribe, does it change your tribe,
1: it, it, your ancestry? Not necessarily. It, it can, but it doesn't necessarily change it. Um, obviously, in fact, in many ways, it doesn't. Um, but like the example that no. you gave, it was um, the defining uh, shift there in the three different ethnos. Um, mm-hmm. so with that, let's, let's, cause we're, we're starting to run out of a little bit of time here. Um, yeah, let,
0: let's speed up a little bit. Do you want me to, uh, summarize this next point and then just get into the, the second part that's meteor?
1: Yeah, let's do that. Let's do that.
0: Okay. So we're not going to go into verses, but our, inter-ethnic marriage is okay. Uh, We're going to go to the Bible. We're going to see what the Bible says about something, and then we're going to go to another example to kind of prove the question and other things. So the Bible, you can go to Exodus 34, 10 through 16, Deuteronomy 7, 1 through 6, Genesis 23, 3 through 6. It very clearly forbids the intermixing Mm. of ethnicities, the intermarrying intermarrying of uh, people's Uh, into Israel they should not mix with the people around them and that seems like it's creating an idea that ethnicity is a factor that you should consider when marrying we're talking about specifically let's talk about just the idea of like a tribe tribal ethnicity kinship and yes we can talk about the fact that Israel is a slightly different case but there's something going on. We should talk about a couple points, but let's talk about this first one. Because on the point of, is it okay? We have examples of God forbidding it for Israel, but we also have counter examples. It goes another thing. Is ethnicity fixed? Are you stuck as one ethnicity? Well, well, you're
1: t- saying, is it broken? But no, that's not what you're talking about.
0: Oh, Yeah. Uh, Genesis 23, seven. So a couple verses, well, one verse after one of the ones I mentioned previously, you can read it and it talks about the idea that, uh, certain ethnicities were allowed to intermix with after only three generations. Huh? So that's an assimilation interesting thing. Assimilation is possible, but we need more to that. So Sam, do you want to intro us in a little bit about Ruth?
1: Yeah. So, Ruth. Which, um, also, side note: we need to make like the Book of Ruth a uh, woke, um, proof text. Uh, on that the the woke had been. Oh my goodness! Had, had I, been yeah, really they've going after Yeah, but uh, anyway, the Book of Ruth. Um, it, it, essentially, here you have this Israelite family that went out. Where you have, uh, and the these, you've got. Wow. Sorry. Just completely blanked on like everybody's names here. But anyway, you've got Naomi and you've got her two sons, Mahalan and Chilion. You have her husband too, who I'm blanking on his name at the moment, but you've got Mahalan and Chilion. They're the ones that really matter into the story. And they go and they marry uh, two Moabite uh, women. So one marries uh, Ruth. The other one marries Orpa, and Mahalan and Chilion and their dad all die. And you have uh you have Naomi, you have Ruth, and you have Orpa. And they're there. And Naomi's like, I'm going back. Gonna be naming myself Mara because I'm really bitter. I'm gonna go back. And uh Orpa uh well Orpah and Ruth go and they cling to her to start off with, and she goes, No, go back to your own homes, you know, if even if I were to have another child. you guys wouldn't get married to him anyway. You wouldn't wait around. So just go back to your own homes. And of course, Orpa weepingly says goodbye. And Ruth clings to Naomi instead and says, uh, your God shall be my God. Your people shall be my people. I'm coming with you wherever you go. I shall go. And basically God curse me if I don't do that. And then she ends mm-hmm. up getting married to Boaz and eventually down the line becomes part of the line of Jesus because um, the, David comes from that line. But Orpah, which it's important to go and look like, look at this too, She doesn't. it doesn't just say that she went back to her people, but also she went back to her gods, their people's mm-hmm. gods there. And I think that's a really key, important thing when it comes to this because it's the, that idea of assimilation and yep. spiritual assimilation as well.
0: Yeah. You could so obviously as, assimilation. So over time one people group getting supplanted by another. Uh, their language gets removed, their cultural distinctiveness gets removed, their religion gets removed, they assimilate and everything that made them one ethnicity is gone. Right. But there's another type of assimilation. Ruth was able to Ruth was able to bypass God's commands. Generation. Well, she's a Moabite. They're mm-hmm. forbidden to ever marry. Yeah, They're never allowed to intermix. Uh, so sh- she should never be allowed to marry an Israelite, let alone, because that would uh, make her children unclean. That would make David unclean. Eventually that would make Jesus unclean. But we know David, uh, only a couple ge- generations later, isn't. He's fine. Right. The key factor is Ruth said, I am no longer a Moabite. I reject that as my tribe, and I reject that as my religion. I am now an Israelite. Your people are now my people. I am now an Israelite who believes in Yahweh, who believes in the God of Israel. So how do you bypass the command... Of they can't just naturally assimilate the, the Moabites. Well, it's you go, I'm no longer a Moabite. I reject that, right. and I adopt this new, this new faith, this new identity, this new people. I am now, for all intents and purposes, an Israelite. And that's how she's treated. Yes. Is there something New Testament-wise? Because obviously, oh, no, that's Israel. Well, on the religion side... Don't be unequally yoked right as
1: Christians were commanded not to marry non-believers it, and that's because they are of a different spiritual ethnos in that sense mm-hmm. um which do you have any verses that prove that point that there's a spiritual ethnos and Christians are a spiritual ethnos? Uh, so first peter 2 9 tells us that we're a spiritual ethnos and i believe this is the verse that goes and says that we are a uh goes through it says several things like we're a royal priesthood we're we're a holy nation um mm-hmm. it, it, and um we, we see that there there is a that idea of that spiritual ethnos now this isn't to go and to spiritualize everything and to say that there aren't physical people groups cuz sometimes that's where people go and they take it and then all of a sudden here they start using this for like a globalism type thing but that's not what we're saying at all in fact um i think it'd be really good to kind of look at the apostle paul i mean if you mm-hmm. if you want to go more over this first that's fine but i no, think it'd be really i, I good think there's to... a
0: couple more points that we wanted to talk about but frankly they can they're abused by woke
1: people so i think we can just talk about them right. next week right um, but do you want to, do you want to break down the different ethnoses that the apostle Paul had? Because I, I think just, this is fascinating.
0: Yeah. Cause it's not just stuff he, he had, it's stuff he claimed he still had as a Christian, as a Christian, he still right. claimed to be a Roman citizen, despite right. claiming that his, you know, his true citizenship is in heaven. He didn't, he didn't renounce his
1: Roman citizenship. He was right. still... So, so we- So we have the spiritual ethnos, right? Paul was a Christian, the greatest Mm -hmm. church planter. Yep. Then you have, he's a Roman citizen. What kind of ethnos is that? That's his political ethnicity, if you want to put it
0: that way. Uh, But then he also makes it very clear that the Jews are still his, his brothers in the flesh. He's no longer physically, his kinship is still Jewish right but it's only and in the flesh and so even that's... when he talks about the jews uh and his love for his his brothers again in the flesh and he makes that clear he goes back to there's a he goes back to that there's a separation there's a more important separation between him and them and his desire is that he wants to bridge that he he'd give up his own life his own salvation it says yeah he'd be it a curse if they could come yeah. to christ yeah so, because he sees that there's a, a more, a better identity, a better nationality, a better ethnicity, and that's mm-hmm. his spiritual one, his
1: Christianity, right? It, it, and so there there does end up being a hierarchy uh, within these as well, but you you do see, like you said, there there was a political ethnicity. Um, An ethnicity in the flesh of what people group he would naturally be from, and then there is also the spiritual ethnicity, and that's why a lot of times we would say it depends. It depends. Mm-hmm. What what are you using? What is the context between yeah. behind these questions when people go and ask that? And it is important that we understand these contexts, and I think that that's really what we're going to see next week is that. Well, some people just like to abuse this. That that that's one thing that we're going to see. Some people just like to yep. abuse this. But we're also going to see they try to interchangeably use the use a word sometimes and just make it fit to whatever they're trying to make it fit to, but yep. not actually using this in a contextual in the sense of really looking at the context of what we're talking about or what is being talked about within the Bible. And they just try to kind of make square pegs fit round holes sometimes with that. Um, But I hope that you understand a little bit of what biblical ethnos and biblical ethnicity is in looking at that and understand, I think it's really important when it comes to this, we're all from one blood. On the value side of it, there is equal value. We all come from the same biology. When you're looking at ethnicity, if you've been using it Uh, interchangeably as a synonym with race and you've been associating race with certain physical characteristics, that's not in any sense, biblically, what ethnos is. Yeah. Frankly,
0: when you look at it, kinship is honestly one of the relatively lower points of what an ethnicity is. Right. Right. things like language and especially religion. Religion is the number one definer of things. Now, again, Israel is a slightly special case, but even in what defines an ethnicity, it's hard for dictionaries to define it because they're coming from a secular point of view. But when we put it into a Christian point of view, it makes us a lot easier to see things because we're going to put them into a hierarchy. What is most important? And unfortunately, people go to, well, they go to race modern idea of race, and they fall victim to the idea of ethnic partialism mm-hmm. because they put physical characteristics above the more important things. They put physical characteristics above perceived physical characteristics. Again, I hope I showed you some people that <laughs> yeah. break your ideas of that somewhat, but they put those above more important factors. Right. And for us as Christians, our most important identifier does need to be with Christ. So even in the context of different uses of ethnicity, we should still go. Yeah, I'm Welsh, Swedish, French, Scottish, one one hundred twenty eighth Cherokee. Uh, Elizabeth but, Warren, <laughs> but you know that that's vague genetics. I don't get to to put that ahead of my. I don't get to go like fly over to Sweden and be like, my people, and even America. I don't get to go. You know, people up here in the Northwest. Oh, my people. No, my my important thing is that I have a new people, and I care. You know, I care more. This is not wrong. This is exactly what Paul says. I care more about people in the Northwest. I care about how lost there is, how much lostness there is up here in the Pacific Northwest. I care about that more than I care about Iowa. I'm sorry, Sam, because these are, according to the flesh and according to culture and according to uh, specific language, so accent, these are my people. Right. But Sam, you're more important than they are because you're the pe- you're the I almost said the people. Sam, you're the people. But Sam, uh, I just want to be eternity the eternity with you. Right. I'm going to spend eternity with you. You are my brother. You are my new kin. You are my new family. That identifier is superior. We also can't again. We can't use ethnicity to just be like physical trait. That's ethnicity.
1: Right. It's going to get you tied up in all sorts of knots. Right. And that's why we have to go and look at what is the context that we're going and looking at this and we're talking about it. And mm-hmm. even like you said, it, it's it's even bound by time, um, mm-hmm. not, not just location, not just religion, not just language, but bound even by time when we go and we look at that at ethnicity. Now, of course, the spiritual ethnicity that we have. Um, in in that sense, it's not going to be bound by time because we are going to have an eternity there that of course transcends time in that Mm -hmm. sense. But when we're looking at those physical ethnicities, they are bound by time. And and I'm excited to, to kind of explore this a little bit more and look at really how people misuse this, because I do think we've, we've gained a pretty good basis and foundation biblically for this. but. As we close, I just want to encourage you that if you found this helpful, leave us a comment, whether that's on YouTube, whether that's uh, contacting us at contactwokipedia at gmail.com. That's contactwokipedia at gmail.com or wherever you see um, our content. Maybe it's at Rumble um, or Spotify uh, or you're listening to it on um, podcast, wherever you get your podcast from. Uh, We want to hear from you. We want to know what you're thinking about this. Uh, but also, we hope that you tune in next week because we're going to be back on the wokepedia stuff. And so it's going to be interesting to really look at how the woke are misusing this and how other people have really used the same, fallen into the same problems. Uh, mm-hmm. But I don't remember how we or what tagline we use for the Gospel Alliance. So I'm just going to stick with my normal one and say, keep standing for the truth. I got one for you. Remember, alliances are better than coalitions.